Freedom of Species would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, who are the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast today. We pay our respect to the elders of all of the lands on which we meet across Australia. Welcome to Freedom of Species. This is the uh, show that takes animal advocacy to the airwaves. We are on every Sunday on 3CR Community Radio between 1 and 2 p.m. So today we are really excited and really honoured to welcome a guest that I know many listeners will know. Uh, Lek Chalet is an award-winning conservationist and Lek has been working in uh, sorry, Lek has been uh, working for more than two decades to improve the conditions of elephants in Asia and promote their welfare across the world. Her work has received international acclaim and has been documented by National Geographic, Discovery Channel, Animal Planet, CNN, and the BBC, as well as a lot of print media across the world. Lick continues to be at the forefront of elephant rights causes and has initiated projects in Thailand, Cambodia, Myanmar, and is dedicated to improving the well-being of elephants throughout the region. So we're really honoured to welcome you to Freedom of Species, Lick. Thank you. Thank you to have me here and thank you for your uh, video to invite me to be here. Oh, thank you. I thought we might start, if we can, in um, having you talk a little bit about your background and where you grew up and your association with animals, um, maybe even animals before you, um, you know, fell in love with elephants. Can you just tell us a little bit about your your background? Yeah, I I, I grew up as uh, the the hill tribe uh, people, like a minority that is uh, we grow up in the deep jungle of the northern of thailand where is uh, the village i grew up with we didn't have road we uh, didn't have the like electric or anything we totally hidden in in the jungle um so in our project uh, in our area is not even have the school we have a temple school where it's very limit of uh, for the tribal like us so when we have a uh, chance to come to school, we have to walk to school for like a, a 14 kilometers to the school outside. And in a week, uh, during the week, we, we only can go to school for three days. We really want to go to school because we, we, want, to, uh, we want to learn. So uh, when we don't have any uh, like a outside world that we can do, but we have the animals around us, so uh, we have wild animals, we have birds, we have many kinds of animals that to stay. And as well, in our area, sometimes we have the people come to blocking uh, the elephant and they use elephant to come and work. 
but during during the time that when we are young we don't un really understand much about why the elephant have the chain on their neck why when they work why they are screaming and but in in my family my parents is allow us to have the pet as home and my grandfather is uh, the chairman he look after many of animals that he rescued during the time he went to the jungle so we we learn and we train to be responsible for the life since we young and we learn how to heal and how to see from the worst case and then for transformer become the the animals that we can release again and this is what is i learned before uh, when i young and and also when uh, like a relay to the to the animals uh, for when i'm young the elephant is not changed my life much until i have become a teenage which is i went uh, to the jungle and with the group with uh, of the missionary so at that time is uh, i heard the same elephant roll and screaming like I heard not far from my village. And that is, I asked the headman, uh, what is going on behind the, the bush there? The, the headman said, elephant working. And I asked the headman, can I go to, to have a look? And that's the time my life had been changed and from the witness to see the cruelty in front of me and to see the screaming what is behind that screaming which I wonder for a long time the young bull or the young elephant uh, sorry the bull elephant who have pulled a giant log at the same side of his uh, body and mm -hmm. during the time that the mahout or the, the keepers hook the hook on his head over and over one put a slingshot another one jab uh, three uh, mahout three of the elephant keepers abused, totally abused, and these elephants are completely exhausted, fear, and every time when he stopped to pull the lock, and then he started to look at me, and then he pulled all his energy again and tried to get away from the pain because the people tossed him in front, he's screaming, and from the eyes that he looked at me, I feel the energy, I feel everything, I feel the painful, I feel the fear, confusion, angry, and everything. And that is touched my heart. And when I walk out of that area, that picture never get out of my head and my mind. And that mm -hmm. eyes follow me for a long time. It haunting me until I, I went back to the jungle again to visit this elephant. And this is so far what, I'm sorry, it's a quite long answer. No, no, thank you for sharing that. And it must be, must have been so haunting to see all of that distress and the pain um, and, and feel those emotions really, identify with those emotions as a young person, only a teenager. Yeah, that yeah. Is, it still it shocked me because it, for me, you know, I think the big giant animal and also the symbolic of the country, uh, yes. like an animal as a symbolic. And also the elephant is if a, uh, we go to temple everywhere, we see elephant statue, we see the people offering and blessing and candlelight for that. And who knows in the real life of elephant, they get torture, they get abused with no respect. You know, I'm really shocked about that. Yes, absolutely. And that, that's a great point, Lek, that, you know, elephants have been, haven't they, that national symbol in Thailand,
and people don't necessarily know the truth of what they actually experience and where they are forced to work and many of them being in um, you know zoos or or working in other um, environments how did you I guess come to learn more about that because as I understand that you know elephants used to be involved in logging a number of decades ago and then that was made um, illegal you know in the 1980s so then there were also all these elephants that used to be made to work in that industry that I guess then were um, put into more into the entertainment side to work is that is that what you've observed yeah uh, the early of the like a 1980s that is elephants still do locking but the government uh, the Thai government is announcement to ban locking in 1989 because of the uh, the pressure from outside Thailand about cut the tree with no limit and also with the uh, abuse uh, of animals and also for uh, many reasons behind that but after you know the, the bad locking but anyway in the jungle they still do the elegant locking but uh for for me i think that is when the bad locking the other choice of the tourist industry will be the better way for elephant as the elephant don't have to work so hard in the jungle and then uh, they come to work in a like a light lighter uh lighter uh, duty and not overload and this is what what i believe but after the elephant work in the tourist industry, I have learned and learned more about what happening because the more people expect, the more elephant gets suffer. Because when they work for locking, they just only pull the lock in the jungle. They still stay surrounding with the nature. They still, after work, they still run around the jungle and still see tree and still eat some greenery, winery. But when they have to come to work for the riding and circus, the people are training them more to, they expect the elephant to performing, riding sometimes. Their riding is like a long hours a day. But mm -hmm. after this, they, they chain in the concrete place. They chain in a, a very limit of the area. And after I learned about that, it's, I am shocked about the situation about uh, of the elephant and that that's why i start to investigation i start to follow up you know I, myself i start with uh, you uh, with to bring the elephant from locking and to bring elephant to work for the tourist industry but after i see the marketing i after i see what is the travel agency need and then i know that is we can't stop human to feel selfish and take a lot of, of uh, advantage from this beautiful life, the more money can flow in the tourist industry. People expect so much on that. Yes, yes, absolutely. So it's back in the 1990s that you started rescuing elephants. Is that correct? And you can yeah. tell us a bit about yeah. uh, that? When I, when, I, when I witnessed the bull elephant who get abuse on the jungle and then I that is the first one I fall in love really I fall in love with elephant is fall in love with a really heavy heart and I want I can you know I can raise I, I want to help him and I went back and then I start to 
like uh, I treat him with a medicine, and I talk to the vet, and I can help only in uh, external, uh, like a antibiotic, or uh, to help him with the wound. There are many wounded around his uh, body, but when I start to put the medicine, the the owner of this this elephant told me, oh, many more elephants sick in that village and other village in the other village. The more they point, and I went there to seeking, I find out that the deep, the deeper in the jungle, I found the more suffer. I, I have met blind elephants still forced to work. I have met the pregnancy old elephant, lame elephant, still forced to work. And then I talked to the owner. When is this? All these elephant can rest. They said when they are falling down and die. It means they have no choice at all to. To have to rest, so I didn't. At that time, I didn't focus on one elephant, but I my heart is falling down for them, and I try mm -hmm. to. How can I do? But I'm come from the poor family, you know. I, and I, it's for me. It's like a the big mountain is blocked all my walkway, but I still think that I I, I cannot keep up. I have to find some way to help them. And uh, when I graduate, I finish that I work and you know save money or together i went back into the village and mm -hmm. then i seeking for this bull because i want to take him out of that and i really connect with him so when when i have money and i have the time he passed away already when he not even old but for mm -hmm. uh, for the lack of care for when he's sick he, he not get treated at all and a lot a lot of things and ruin his body he died young so I don't come back with the empty hand because I went into the jungle and I, I witnessed one of the old elephant and they said the grandmother is 90 years old already. So I said I will take this grandmother to retirement and um, go back home with me. So that is the first elephant I rescued. But you know the people told me 90 years old but when I come and look after her she stayed with me another 17 years. It means she's not 90 years old. She look older than her age because of her heart, of her hard work. Wow. So that was a beautiful 17 years that you got to share together, yeah. which is really it's lovely. So beautiful. The first uh, mother, a grandmother elephant named uh, Mepherm. She's, she's, her body beautiful. She's like a watermelon. She's completely beautiful. Oh. That's really lovely. That's really, really lovely. Look, there's so many things that I want to talk about with you, but because we talked about an older elephant, perhaps we can talk a little bit about the film Love and Bananas, because that's one that um, you talk, you go on a rescue mission to save, is it Noying Naya? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that she was a 70-year-old partially blind elephant. Can you talk a little bit about that? Is this yeah. just a magical film? Yeah, Noina is stay in the elephant uh, riding and the circus camp. The owner of Noina used, uh, they have so they have like a hundred of elephants and they have uh, let the people lease elephant to work in many, many elephant camp. And somehow that is when they have the old elephant, they no longer want to use they contact us to go to rescue. And Noina is so skinny, 
reason is uh, she's so frustrated and then she attack her Mahout. So if no Mahout want to stay close to her, they decide to shackle her and put her in somewhere, you know, in the, uh, in the abandon her. Uh, that is no one, no public can see. So uh, when we get asked by the owner that to ask us to rescue this, we went to rescue there. And I used in the same time connect with the owner because I want to change their mind and change them uh, from their previous business turn to be the ethical and to do more humans for the elephant. And that is uh, the story. And we rescued Noina and brought her to stay in our project. And when she arrived, we found that both eyes, her both eyes blind. She can't see at all, but we found a friend for her. And she stayed with friend, friend always guide her. She enjoyed with us and she just passed away. Noina passed away and she really, she, we know that it's her time, you know, two days before she passed away. She play and kick football, she kicked the her toy. She so much enjoy and lonely on the sand. And then the next two days, she just walked in from the shelter. And we thought she want to do a mud bath. She go to lie down the mud, mud bath and close her eye. And we record that because we thought that she want to lie down. And mm -hmm. then suddenly she sleep close her eye and just pass away like that. Her mm -hmm. die is so beautiful, peaceful, peaceful. of the, the planet. Yes. Yeah, so peaceful and so lovely considering everything that had happened earlier in her life and, and those long years of of trauma before she came to you. Yeah. 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 And I think that's a really beautiful part of the work that you do with Save the Elephant Foundation, that you are sharing knowledge and helping people change from having a business that is really exploiting animals and using animals and understandably in some circumstances where people don't have a lot of options available to them but it but you know that education i think is what's going to save elephants and change the world isn't it and and for, for those animals but also for those people that are kind of stuck in that old way of using animals yeah, we, you know, we work at our project. We, first of all, we, we rescue more than 200 elephants uh, since I started rescue from 1991 until yeah. now. I think maybe we can be the world breaking record because it's, I, uh, we, we rescue more than 200 and I uh, stay with the elephant from the truck is more than 200 uh, time. Like uh, every elephant that is, I went with them and 70% of the elephant we rescue are old and mm -hmm. some of them very weak some of them is uh, in the final life of them you know they they, they when they arrive here they in any time that they can lie down and sleep so the way that we went when they are weak they some of them hardly lift their leg on the truck so many of our friends start to talk to us like a why we rescue the old elephant when we rescue and then we bring them to the park to our project they 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 will die and if they die is to make our project turn to be bad reputation and i always tell to the people don't worry about our reputation when i have seen that is the old elephant still pull the 
the lot of put the people on the basket and they walk. Sometimes I can see how exhausted they are. Sometimes I see how sad and they have the chain and they have forced by hook. And I just that I decided to take them out to our sanctuary. It doesn't matter for how long they will stay with us. We will do our best for the first minute they arrive. We will we will welcome them with our our love and care and show them this is the place that they will have no longer to see the people to force them or beaten them or yelling to them again. And if they stay with us, you know, then they might stay one month, one year, or maybe longer than that. But I rather they, them they die amongst someone who loves them, die freedom, don't die during the two two leg at shaka, but they will die, you know, they, they will die with happy. So this is what we want. It's not it's not about us, it's not about uh, the reputation, but it's about them that we decide to rescue them and bring them to our project. You know, that is we want to keep home for them. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. So can we talk a little bit about Elephant Nature Park? So how many elephants do you have with you at the park now? Yeah, we, we have uh, Elephant Nature Park at the moment. Inside of our property, we have 122, uh, plus with another, uh, like uh, over 4,000 4, of other animals with different zones. But uh, we we also uh, help to feed and look after the uh, elephant from the other place. Uh, from the camp next next to us is 56 elephant, and the other camp is 70 elephant. So we have looked after the outsider is over 100 elephant that we have. So is we work to the camp as well. Uh, when before many camp they didn't like us because the way we raise awareness we speak for the elephant but for us we ignore about their angry or their hate you know sometimes when we speak about the animal right it might be to affect them about their benefit which is we understand that but uh, we don't you know we we can't push them away from us if uh, we if they don't like us is is that that is their own reason but for us, as I tell you, we use the love philosophy. We don't let the hate to win us. So be patient and we we waiting for them to come to work together with us. And now we work with many camp as well and chain. And we not just only work for our furniture park, but we use our education to move, uh, make the tourists understand about how to tower with care and kindness and respond to the other life but also we work to train the other camp to work more humans and to do more in ethical program mm, absolutely absolutely can you talk a little bit um like about what it's like when you're bringing in elephants into the park there's obviously some elephants probably most elephants have come from a situation that's been traumatic, that's been really difficult for them. They may be unwell, combination of all of those things. Um, I love on your social media, like on your Instagram, there's also always lots of lovely videos and stories of, you know, when elephants are coming in and they're meeting others 
and there's various herds. Can you just talk a little bit about that in terms of the elephant behavior and, and what that's like? Yeah, you know, uh, is uh, our park is is like a a, a a big big home for the giant uh, mammoth. When when we rescue, uh, almost most elephant that is we rescue is eighty five percent that arrive at our project with a traumatized mm -hmm. uh, because they come from abuse. They if they can speak about their story, we I don't think that we can listen for just only one month is each of them will take a years because uh, some of them work and abused by people for more than six or seven decades until they they reach our hand so some of them when they arrive they become like a zombie uh, some of them quiet and they not even know themselves when we give the food their eyes focus somewhere and their trunk somewhere and their body it doesn't really not move so they just only come, just pick the food, put in the mouth, and speak, speak with themselves. You know, like a, uh, they 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 hardly know they are the elephant, and some of them uh, arrive very angry and aggressive, angry for everything, jump, try to damage everything, and some of them is really exciting when they arrive and they see that when they first move into the the park. Their trunk are surge and they smell of freedom. They're trumpeting and then they call rumble. They use a roll rumble. And when they call some of the other elephants, will run and welcome them. And they have a they have a personnel like us. They have feeling, they have emotional. And especially uh our uh, resident here, you know, when they stay here already, they are quite they're quite noisy. When they know the new coming, they just come, okay. I want to check who are you, where are you from? And they talk and they touch and they start to really uh, speak very loud and and talk a lot, you know. And and sometimes it seems like a disturb. Touch the bum, touch the tail, touch the feet. Uh, we if we rescue the we rescue the land the elephant who injury from the landmine, all our girl will come and chit chat and they start to put the trunk there and start to touch and talk, you know. And and they have reacts. Many of them are so funny. And so our Mahot will work right away. Uh, the reason that is I went on the truck with them because I have to learn. Sometimes I, uh, I move elephant like a more than 50 hours. During mm -hmm. the time I stay on the truck with them, I learn from their behavior, their attitude. You know, so, uh, if, uh, if what they want, what they eat. On the truck, we will try to feed everything. I will check the pool, how up there, you know, we, we pick up the pool to put in the lab, try to check what's going on. But normally before we rescue elephant, we will quarantine them as well. And we also will check their blood, check their health before we move. So that this the time for us, we, we will do whatever we, we can. But uh, for the community, for the herd, they will come each other is really amazing. We rescue one by one of the elephant, and when they arrive, sometimes maybe they don't like each other, but we try to introduce them. We have used the way for us to introduce them to be a family because elephant, for the nature of elephant, they live as the herd. They are the social. They they are social life anymore. They they be, become a big family if they are staying the wild. So. That is our reason when we have the elephant, we only introduce them to be a family again. 
uh, let them have joy their family we the elephant not belonging to us that but they belong to their family and no one understand elephant as elephants speak to each other and every time when they when they have a traumatized to stay with us it takes a long time to heal them because they are stay with the human and who abuse them all the time but if they become friends that they have someone adopt them they have a nanny who also comfort them speak to them and talk to them that is the healing faster than us so that's why when we rescue we might help them with the medicine with food uh, provide them with a comfortable room to stay and freedom to living but the family and the herd is the most important for them so that's why uh, elephant park we we want to show to the people uh, who look after elephant including a zoology circus camp and we want them to understand if they want to have the elephant in their home allow them to be hurt return them to be a family mm, that's so wonderful i remember seeing a little video not too long ago on your instagram and i might get the name wrong i don't know if it was um Mwai lek yeah Mwai lek. is that right yeah and that when she came in and met some other elephants she, is that right and yeah. she touched um she touched her ankle with her trunk almost yeah. like where are your chains yeah yeah she she touched her because Moinoi, she have chain since she since she they take her away from the mother she shared the baby then she shared 24 hours seven days 360 days a year that they shared her and especially during covid she never out of the chain and that's why when i when i found her she are so depressed she are so stressed swaying her head and i promised her when i met her i said i will come back to to help her and her mother have been so to work in the locking but now i will try to get her mother back this morning i i searched for her mother for a long time i will reunion them you know between my leg and her mother Mm. that was just amazing to watch yeah yeah fantastic well we might um talk about your um upcoming trip to australia and new zealand which is very very exciting and we'll share with the audience the dates um as well but you're starting i believe in perth yeah and then coming to adelaide and melbourne that's where we are Sydney, uh, Brisbane, and then going to New Zealand. So we'll share the dates so everyone can um, book some tickets. I am really, really looking forward to seeing Elephant Mother and obviously hearing um, hearing you speak there as well. Can we talk a little bit about that? Because as I've seen the overview of the film, you know, it's really described as a, um, a tale of, you know, good versus evil, and this really big, um, you know, David against Goliath kind of, um, I guess, struggle that you have against this, uh, you know, big, powerful industry um, in, in tourism and that there is a lot of um, money and that there's a lot of corruption working behind the scenes. Um, can you talk a little bit about what the film's going to cover? Yeah, this, this is uh, the the movie have been worked 
I think for many years, this movie, if you see it inside the movie, you will see that they start to firm us in. We have about 60 elephants until uh, COVID, that is their firm. This is, they use so many firm crew that come and work and follow, uh, firm and follow my work. So and, and the firm is will show a story of uh, how I work and how I uh, fight against the, the cruelty and my journey and very rough journey to to work during the time that is uh, I speak and voice for the elephant because of the big benefit of uh, the tourist industry. So when I start to speak, the people are not are not really uh, happy with this. So somehow that is a uh, uh, it's not easy at all is for me to work uh, for that and in the same way that is the movie start to speak about that uh, when everything up along the people enjoy to work with the animals and make money with the elephant and suddenly the COVID come and when the people are closed and there's no tourism anymore yeah. right yeah when the people enjoy to work like a more than 10 million people a year that come to work with the elephant and that and in that time i also try to educate people and on my better to fight and start to speak and voice and the people are really hate me and especially the people who have the elephant and but then when covid come everything seemed quiet and bit uh, for when the quiet that the people start to uh, realize that is now they don't have a money and talk to everyone and our country is no airplane to fly in and no one can allow to travel during the quarantine it's many months we have to stay at home and mm -hmm. the government and the government not allow anyone to move so we decided to ask with a vet team to ask for a special permission for our vet to move around and we can be able to visit elephant in in many many projects including we help many elephant to move to the uh, to move back to their village because they stay in the camp they have no food they have no place to stay mm -hmm. so uh that time is like a dif different in the in the movie was show about it's like a it's like a war zone some of the people who desperate they can't they have no place to stay they they move the elephant to us the elephant at that time we have almost 200 at our project and mm -hmm. we have no space so i gave them our plan uh, where is the uh, we, we rent the the land of the farmer uh, to leave the elephant and the elephant have nothing you know uh, around because the camp uh, they bring and some of them just said can i leave elephant for three days and then in the next three days they will come bring the truck to come and move elephant away until today elephants still with us since the COVID over so and it's not just only that cat dog people are dumb to us someday that they dump about 50 cat with the case uh, to us but most elephants uh, we decided uh, to visit and take the vet to visit and we see a lot of problem we see a lot of the people that is uh, doesn't have food for elephant and for mm -hmm. our project uh, the announcement that is for our struggling and then uh, our friend start to donate money to us to help us to buy food but when we have that money and i found that so many elephants doesn't have food i asked the friend and supporter if i can share some money 
to buy food and donate to other camps. First of all, many of our our friends they said, no, 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 don't support elephant riding. But I have to give them a reason. Elephant can't choose to be in any place. But when they are hungry, we should we should do something for them. So our support to allow allow us for that. So we decided to uh, uh, prepare and uh, build a lot of things like a water tank for elephant, uh, uh, plant the food, and invite them to join our project called Elephant Food Bank, which is we plant food for elephant at that time. And we do a lot of a lot of project in that time that to help the other camp to be survive, and the rescue we help more as uh, is more than two thousand elephant uh, during that time to you know to save them and to to give them a food during a, a COVID time. What an extraordinary um, story! I'm sure that many people are looking forward to seeing the film and and hearing um from you as well which is going to be fantastic it's going to be your first trip to come to australia is that correct this is a second trip second time second trip. Yes. first time first time to new zealand oh first time to new zealand yeah okay that's fantastic too but but some 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 area is the first time to go as well like a baron base i, I never been there before yeah it's there uh, that's really beautiful that's yeah. really beautiful. Um, it's interesting. I know you're starting in Perth, and um, you might know of the Perth Zoo. Actually, had um, an elephant called Trisha for for many many years, and um, I think she passed away when she was sixty. And I have to say, you know, fifteen plus years ago, before I really understood what was happening to animals. I did see her there and saw her walking down um, a path, you know, with her carers. And for her to walk so close to me was just something I'll never, I'll never forget. It was so special. And yet later when I realised how awful it was for her to be in, you know, basically, you know, a concrete um concrete cage I was really sort of saddened um, but those are those things that you know really stay with you those, those special um, moments so I wanted to talk to you I guess a little bit about um, you know we talked about when some of the elephants are coming to the park and you know most are coming from a situation um, of trauma can you talk a little bit about um, some of the ways that they adjust to, um, you know, finding a herd, to sort of adjusting to new life, to, I guess, really being free, um, as many of them have not experienced that in their lifetime. I, I'm just sort of interested in that in that change from, you know, you've mentioned most of them are really quite depressed, many of them are really quite unwell to a whole change of, of life to, to freedom, really. Yeah, we because we, we rescue elephant come from different background and some elephant we rescue from the locking, uh, like a one of the elephant named Michael, she locking for more than 40 years and she have the chain on her leg. And after finish the chain, she carry her chain to go to chain somewhere. And then in the morning, she go back again the chain never come off her leg. Then 
she carried the chain up to the mountain and to tie with the lock and pull the lock. And the chain is with her. And then one day, uh, we rescue her and, 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 and bring her to our project. And I just said, okay, release her out of the chain and no more chain. So when we release her out of the chain, and then I start to uh, ask the staff to bring the food for her, she don't eat. She, 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 we can see her panic and she, her eyes wide open and we give her banana, no, we, we give her cucumber, no, we give her anything. She put her trunk back in her mouth and bite her trunk. And I can see how much she nervous. Her legs are shaking, her body are start to strip. And this is this is the way of her that she shocked for some reason. So mm -hmm. the Mahout who come with her start to tell me that, oh, I think she will prepare to run, run like a run with panic soon. And then he asked me, can I put the chain back on her leg for a bit? Because for us, we have a policy. If the elephant arrives in our project, no more chain. She have to, she have to come out the chain. So uh, then the Mahout asked, and I said, normally in our project, we're not allowed. And the Mahout said, she will run with nonstop. So I allow her to put the chain back on her leg. But when the chain back on her leg, she walk everywhere to eat food. You know, she... Because she's traumatized from that. She thinks that if the chain in 40 years in her life is the part of her body. She family a bit abused and she thinks this is abuse is the part of her life. And then uh, and then we decided to take her walk into the jungle, but we have to let her to carry chain only like a five meters. We cut to three meters, we cut only the chain around her leg, and then we let her no without without the chain and when we stay without the chain she walk into the jungle and she so much enjoy and she she, she learned with the new new mahout and new keepers she not run again and she she have really uh enjoyed that and then we have another one pikun she stand next to our uh, like a neighbor just the fence around the, the, the next uh of our land uh, is the elephant riding and every time when the uh, when that camp put the saddle on her back, she will carry the uh, tourist on the basket and run. She run in our, to, to our project, and when she run amongst to our herd, sometimes she run into like a ten elephant in the herd. They try to pull the saddle out, and the people on the on over there screaming. So um, she always feel happy, and she come and chit chat and talk. And then our, when the people run and they just said, what's going on? Why stay among the freedom elephant? So she run almost every day. So I talked to the camp owner, please allow your elephant to stay with us. I would like to rescue. So it take us about two years until the man agreed. So I went into her, uh, I went to when the man said, yes, he allowed us. I, uh, we walked there with the volunteer and then we, we walked back. It's probably walked back from that project to us take about half hours. But you know, it take about 10 minutes. When her her leg freedom from the chain, she run. The oh owner, yeah, the owner keep up her because she run every day to our project. She run into our project and then she run into the chain free shelter. And when the owner raised her, she start to make like a, the ear like that. 
just don't come and cross to me. So we found her to be have a friend. She never ran. She never ran. She stayed with us. Her life so peaceful. She stayed wherever uh, we have the food, wherever her friends stay there. And her friend and her talking to each other. She very old now, but uh, she. We have so many stories of the elephant when they they arrive and then they uh, transform her. We have the blind. We have you know the lame, the broken leg who stay with us. Mm -hmm. uh, when they arrive, they, we have many beautiful story. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's you know it's interesting because some come obviously with physical. Um, illnesses and, and challenges and have been working for a long time, working for decades, as you said, but it's those psychological scars and the trauma, isn't it? Yep. The ones that have never known, never known love and never known peace and maybe taken from their mother when they were young or taken from the rest of their herd and have lived a life of, um, you know, servitude. So have been working and They've not known freedom and, and, and love. And I think that's that huge, you know, transition, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, the, we, we have so many of them that is, uh, uh, they're desperate for love because they disconnect from human, disconnect mm. from their, uh, their, their own family. And they are lonely and ab abandoned for a long time. Uh, they just only learn about abuse, uh, beaten, forced to work, and sometimes I think they feel like uh, they just never have any chance. But when we take them to our our project, some of them, you know, when we found and we know that they, they are dying. But when we take them, suddenly they, when they arrive at our project, they feel the energy of our place. Their, their mind, you know, their spirit and everything have been changed is unbelievable. Some elephant we afraid that is they will might die on the truck because they they hardly they have no life in there they have no feeling they have no energy like like at the last one uh, we rescued the old grandmother elephant fundy and <laughs> we uh, we rescue her we we have treat her all the way from the her previous camp until chiang mai we like a uh, almost uh, 24 hours we we stay with her on the truck I don't sleep at all because I have to monitor on her and and to wash her if she need anything. I can't let her falling down in the on you know elephant falling down on the truck even uh, take a few minutes. It might she might cause to to die if her if her neck or something is not come to the right position. So we are really scared when we walk her. But then when she arrived at our project, she lolling in the mud bath, you know, she she would do something unbelievable. This is make us make us smile, make us happy. And we have a tear from that because we couldn't believe about what is the picture we have seen. Yeah. And I guess that's the thing, because now she knows that she's safe. Yeah. You know, her previous experience with, with humans has been one that's been really really difficult and one um where she's been been traumatized and afraid and so leaving all of that behind and being somewhere that you know she recognizes that she's free and the interactions with humans are really quite different yeah 
yeah it's 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 quite you know just a beautiful sort of evolution and beautiful transformation yeah yeah well in our last few minutes because i know we've spoke spoken a lot about the difficulties and the awful things that do happen with elephants i did want to ask you about through all the work that you've done an amazing body of work like over many many years what you feel now like what, what what's your hope for the future in people recognizing how wonderful and beautiful and essential elephants are to our environment and what might what people might take away particularly from from elephant mother what, what are you thinking um, about that they know that is when i work every day that's i only expect that is the the people might will change because in the old time in the past time in many generations that is i think that the people only think that we take a lot of nature take a lot we take advantage from every life uh, yes. especially for you know the the, the elephant is we uh, we have only the one last mammoth that is on earth on 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 the i i, I mean for on not in the ocean but on on this uh, planet so i just always think that is uh people never learn about uh we lost so many we lost so many uh animal uh we lost so many uh, beautiful creatures already so uh asian elephant one of that is will disappear very soon if we don't uh, if we don't protect them and and i believe that is when uh, as my country when we doesn't have uh, human, uh, no animal right and and no animal law. The only thing that is can um, make the chain and to help to voice for the animals is education. So that's why to go to Australia this time is will be education trip that I can bring the voice and to speak on behalf of uh, elephant as the Australian tourist is the biggest marketing in Thailand. So. Yes. Yeah, I, I would like to speak to people to make understanding that to travel to uh, Thailand or many Asia countries to, to travel with understanding to elephant, uh, feeling not just only think they are animals and don't care about them. I want the people to understand them and elephant doesn't have voice, but I go there to speak on their behalf and let the people know if anyone have a question, you know, I will I will answer as my experience of work for more than uh, 30 years that to work and to stay with them and try to understand them. Even I, uh, I don't call myself elephant expert, but I uh, go up there on behalf of the voice for the elephant. So that that is uh, that is this trip uh, purpose for. Yeah, that's fantastic. Well, you might not call yourself an elephant expert but i do note that the crown prince of thailand gave you an honorary uh phd yeah uh, you know, yeah in veterinary science so you know you do have that um that depth of experience over all of these years and that real understanding of you know elephant behavior yeah yeah, I, you know, now is a young vet, they come and learn with me and then I train them how to understand elephant because to look after elephant is not just only uh, 
vet tech, you know, the, or uh, vet side that can help uh, elephant, but you have to understand their emotional. You have mm -hmm. to uh, treat them with love and you treat them with hope. So this is what is uh, what is we have our project for, not just only for uh, tourists to come and understand about elephant, but we are the center of uh, vet, of student, of many people who want to learn and understand about elephant as well. Mm. Absolutely wonderful. And obviously they can come and they can um, visit the park. They can see all of the elephants. They can arrange to, you know, volunteer there. And I think, you know, extend that love and that care that we know is going to change the lives of, of elephants and, and also change our lives, right? Yeah. The love yeah. that we give, we get back. Yeah, you, if anyone come to be volunteer with uh, Elephant Nature Park at, at our place, it's not just that you work with elephant, but you learn uh, to a lot of things. You work with the people as well, uh, yeah. with the children as well. So in one week to stay, you have a lot of uh, hand to work for community uh, and for the others. And to, you know, our project want to uh, like encourage people, inspire people to work you know, dedicate to work for the other people because I think if we stay in this planet, we learn how to share and to care to the others that it will make this world in, in a better place. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we're going to have to wrap up there. I wanted to say thank you so much for spending your time with us. I know you're a very busy person and we are going to share the dates with everybody for the elephant mother screenings. Um, and I'm going to come and see it in Melbourne. So I cannot wait for that. And, you know, we're just really honored that you joined us and, you know, shared all of your, your insights and your love for elephants. I adore elephants and I know many of our listeners do as well. But thank you so much for your time, Lec. Thank you. Thanks. I look forward to see of you there. Thank, thank you. Now, at the end of the show now, we're going to play your favourite song, which I believe is Colours of the Wind by Vanessa Williams. <laughs> Thank you. I, that's my favourite song. That's fantastic. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Caroline. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Become a 3CR subscriber today. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 03-9419-8377. Be a part of your community radio station. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio 855 AM on digital and online. 3CR Radical Radio. This is Hugo Race, and you're listening to 3CR Community Radio 855 AM. Subscribe now. 